Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore dnd. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow. More information to come at the break. Now let's hit that intro music and start the show! Last time on the wild cards, the party was jumping into combat with the troglodytes. The white, scaled creatures, while weak, were in a much greater number than the party. Early in the fight, Gothrak went unconscious and was nearly killed. In addition, they were attacked by flying sturges, and the party attempted to fight them off as they buzzed around their heads. The entire party, including Kirax and Lunave, intended to aid the defeating of the foes. Liberté risked death by sprinting through enemies to heal Gothrak, while Alexander continued to struggle without Charles. Eventually, the party was able to defeat all of the enemies, and Jacques was powered in his own blood thanks to a satisfied Sturge. The party rested, and then found some gold and magic items amongst the dwarf and dragonborn corpses. Gothrak began to mourn, unsure what to do at this point. Vesper attempted to console him, and seemed to have some sort of vision that only Gothrak noticed. They moved on, and Liberté, not wanting to control Mogaron anymore, ended him. They finally reached the end of a tunnel, and Liberté turned invisible to scout ahead. He found a secret exit near the main gatehouse of Mendualis. He reported back to the party, and they had seemingly found a safe place to rest. They discussed their next step, and finally found sleep. The next morning, Jacques heard footsteps coming down the path, and the party waited with bated breath. Liberté and Gothrak followed, and Gothrak called out, luring the pair of feet toward them. As the noble dwarves searched for the voice, Liberté, invisible, struck out at one of them with his dagger. And that is where we are picking up. So, as a reminder, Vesper has the party inspiration, who I will be kind of uh, Jaegering for the moment. It is early morning on the 94th of summer. So, Liberté, you have the first strike out at uh, the male dwarf who is nearest to you. You wanted to strike out with your dagger. What are you doing? Are you asking if it's lethal or non-lethal? Yeah, like, like you said you wanted to attack. I'm asking how you to attack him. Well, the first attack, I'm trying to stab him. Okay, uh, go ahead and make an attack roll at advantage. Uh, 26... Good thing you had advantage. Yeah, it would have been a natural one otherwise. Uh, okay, so that is five points of piercing damage. You take your dagger and just right into his back. Yeah! He cries out in pain. Oh, goodness! The wife is right there beside him. You are now visible. What do you, uh, what, what, what's your next move? Uh, how does he look after that? Uh, he looks very wounded. 
very wounded. Okay, I'm gonna use my bonus action to try to do non-lethal. Hit him with basically um, the pommel of the dagger, so like the end of the part I'm holding. Okay, go ahead and roll. Bash him the, I think that's half damage here, right? Yeah. Yep. So just go ahead and roll another dagger attack, and it'll be half damage. Okay, and if I hit, it's half of a d4. So I'm just gonna divide it in half. Uh, I got a 13. Okay. Uh, thir 13 hits. They're not wearing any armor whatsoever. They are simply wearing noble's clothes. Mm -hmm. So you stab him once, Liberté, pull your dagger out. It's covered in crimson as he screams loudly. The wife oh, ah! starts to scream and look around, and you just take your dagger and crack him across the temple, and he falls to the ground. Sweet. Stop screaming. I'll, I'll say you can go next, Gothrak. What are you doing? Stop screaming, miss. I would, I, I, I actually, to end my turn, I would step closer to her. Okay. Just, okay. Is she making any indication that she's going to stop screaming? No. She, she is currently screaming. <laughs> All right. Three attacks. <laughs> Baseball bat. Non-lethal. Oh, shit. Okay. Go for it. You know what? Fuck it. Go reckless. So first attack. Oh my god. I think you can still kill her with non-lethal if you do enough damage. Yep. 26 to hit. Okay. Uh, th the first one you take to, to silence her, you hit her in the stomach. Boom! <gasps> Wait, does Darby know that rule? Huh? That change? No, I didn't know that. To the non-lethal? Non-lethal is halved, Darby. Okay. So, so if you're specifically calling, it's halved. But for this, it's not really going to matter because they're freaking noble commoners. So um, you, you have three attacks. Your first one, you hit her in the gut. She stops screaming, but she's still standing. Number two. Okay. Um, th this one, you come down. Instead of hitting her full force, you just like kind of glance across her head. Crack! And she falls to the ground, not moving. The rest of you here screaming for just a moment along with uh, Liberté and Gothrak yelling. You got any, uh, you got any rope on your Liberté? Uh, let me check my inventory, but I'm pretty sure I do. Um... Speaking with an H, hemp and rope, yes. I have one. Right. Uh, let's get these two tied up then. And Gothrak will help Liberté securely tie them together with 50 feet of hemp and rope. Okay, you, you tie them up. What are you guys doing with them? I suppose you're not going to help me drag them back. Yeah, I... So I think I think what I would do, knowing the parties behind us, is I would uh, message Vesper um, and say um, we knocked them both out. Uh, we need you to uh, come and carry one. Uh, help Gothric carry them, please. Uh, uh, all right. She runs up and helps Gothric carry the two bodies. We'll carry him back towards the place. Uh, the the busted area where that uh, ah where 
I, I, I went ahead and put him there, back where the arch was. Okay. Uh, Josh, I think I'm going to stay here and keep watch. Because, okay. Because there was screaming. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Uh, I don't... Yeah, okay. I'm glad I checked. I still had, uh... Vantage clicked. Uh, ten. Big old Okay. Ten. I will keep that in mind. Okay. As you all come back, um, all the Dragonborn are just kind of talking amongst themselves. What's happened? What's going on? As we walk past with two dwarven bodies, what the fuck do you think happened? Oh. Do I need to spell it out for you? It looks like we have an opportunity to figure out the potentially the last riddle of this area. Why these nobles come through this rather than the main street. Well, that'd be the idea, yeah. I'm explaining to the dragonborn. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They, they just kind of nod. Uh, let me check if they're okay. Me and my torch are very lost. Oh, no, I found it. Never mind. Um, Jacques, you look them over. They are bleeding and unconscious. They don't seem to be dying. Uh, has the, did the bleeding stop at least or no? No, they're just bleeding, but they're not actively dying from what you can tell. I take that as a the, way, to be honest. The, 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 the bleeding is only coming from the male dwarf who has a very fine wound in his back. And his, his, his noble clothes are just ruined. There's blood stained all over them. Okay. I didn't do that this time. That was Liberté. Yeah, I feel like you're a bad influence on him, to be honest. He was never like this before you came along. <laughs> Uh, are you planning to question these doors? Well, uh, do you know Dwarvish? No, I don't. But I was asking you if you were if you were planning to question them, seeing how they're not dead. As a strategy, yes. So it would be appreciated if you could stop him from bleeding. Stuff a rag in there or something. Yeah, I'll do that. Do I have to make a medicine check for that, or does it just, like, wrap up the wound? What are you trying to do, sorry? Uh, wrap his wound, uh, the the dagger, or the... the stab. Stop the dwarf from bleeding out. Stab wound? Yeah, he, yeah he's he's not bleeding out, it's just, it's, it's just a wound at this point. But go ahead and make a medicine, go ahead and make a medicine check, Shock. Because if he wasn't really bleeding out, that was... Okay, so I'm guessing he's naturally healing. So I should be fine. Wasn't too deep. 25. Yeah, you, you you get some cloth and press it in and wrap it around his waist. Wow, Doctor Jacques. Uh, yep, that's me. All right. Um, how are we going to do it this time? Just saying is how. I don't think Liberter was willing to uh, cast a gesture at them. Well, I'm going to ask them questions, and if they don't tell us. We'll do other things. We have our own suggestion. We just be a little bit not nice to them. And it's fairly suggestible. 
Baylor is within our reach. These two will get us there. I'm certain of it. I was hoping for a more, uh, I guess, efficient way, but this works. Still kill them. Okay. What, what are you guys doing? They're, they're just unconscious right now. Yeah, we're going to have to heal one of them. Or... Question, would I have to heal them just to wake them up, or we could just wake them up normally? Uh, it would take an hour or two for them to wake up, naturally. Oh. Huh. Yeah, well, I'm not going to wake up anytime soon. Well, I guess we'll take an hour. No, let me look at my spells. Um, I mean, you got healing as well. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just... So basically what, what, what Josh said, like, healing's not gonna wake them up. Oh, no, if if you cast a healing spell, they healing will wake them up. But if you don't want to spend a spell slot, it's going to take an hour to do it. Okay, well, wait, I'll... Wait, I'll, okay. hold on, Jack. What if we, uh... Hey, Vesper, aren't, don't you have a way to do it without using spells and such? Punishment for not being here. <laughs> uh, let, let me double check her character sheet. Lay on hands. She's a paladin. Yeah, but she might not have any left. Oh, 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 we did just do a long rest. I yeah, thought you were talking about a spell. On... No, 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 no. No, we'll take some, a spell that she has, preferably third level. Um, <laughs> um, she'll. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say Lunave will come over and say, Do you want me to wake one of them or the other? Oh. Hey, let's start with the man. You always start with the man. Good plan. Okay. Uh, Lunabe will use uh, one point of her lay on hands. And the man comes to consciousness. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> He's coughing up blood. Well, hold on there, old timer. Chill out. You're fine. <laughs> oh, stop help screaming. Me! Oh, I've got to punch me! him in the throat. Just God right in the throat. We just got him back. Okay. You you punch him. He goes unconscious. All right. Um. Yeah, so I just punch him, he just muffle his voice, you know? Uh, oh, he was out. muffling his voice. His throat should now have a serious issue. How about we uh, gag him first and then... Because that worked so well back at the compound. Um, I mean, at least it lets us talk. I actually remember that do working pretty well. It did, but... Let's I mean, in, in, in comparison to other plans, it actually went pretty well. Alright, anyway... Hair shoves something in his mouth. All right, let's try this again. Gag him first once it comes down, and then we'll... He, he gagged him. Well, should we try gagging the woman first in case he has throat damage now and can't speak? I'm going to do both of them, just in case. Fine. Gags both of them. <laughs> Things are going to be so complicated. Uh, 
And how about we separate them both? I mean, just have her across, I don't know, from him. I mean, if you have them near each other, you can use one as incentive to make them listen to you. So I think keeping them together is in our best interest. Unless we're going to interrogate them separately. Oh no, it's more effective when they can see each other. Yeah, I mean, what's the saying, like, right next to Gothic on the other side? It's not be that far away. Lunave, if you wouldn't mind doing the same, but for the woman this time. We're starting with her. Lunave walks up to the woman this time and kind of reaches out. Let's try to be a little calmer about this this time, hmm? I was calm. I didn't even yell. Administer one, one more point. It was to the group at large, not necessarily to you. <laughs> I feel her eyes on me, though. <laughs> uh, where's Liberté? Look, what Liberté is He's keeping watch. Keeping watch. Oh, okay. Do you want to go back him up, Jack? Yeah, sure. Also, I don't think I'm good at interrogation either way. Alright. So, is the woman waking up? Yes, she is. She wakes up. In Dwarvish, calm down. Relax. It's gonna be okay. Maybe. If we wanted you dead, you'd be dead already. Gothrak points to Taz. He's right, you know. Then he'll translate it into Dwarvish. Well, I was trying to see if she recognized what I said. We should really go into this with more of a plan. Um, she does not seem to recognize your words, Taz. Okay. Right. I'm going to take the gag out of your mouth. If you scream, I'm going to cut off one of your husband's fingers. Can, can we not do that? I just got the blood off from the last time. Can, can, can we please? In Dwarvish. nods very very slowly all right then he pulls the rag out is she screaming no she's just looking at all of you with contempt in her eyes i didn't do anything wrong oh dwarvish contempt all right uh let's start with what's your name she spits in your face. Suppose I should have set some ground rules. He just lets it just run down his face. He do that again. I'll take his foot. You're going to kill me anyway. Both I'm not of us. going to kill you. Yes, you are. No. If you stop being... That's what you've done. That's what you've done to probably a hundred of my kin already. Gothrak starts counting on his fingers. I don't think it's a hundred yet. Taz, do you think it's a hundred yet? 
100 of what? I just hear the two of you babbling. Uh, she says I've killed 100 of her kind. I don't think it's at 100 yet. In there. Eh, all right. It, it, it's not 100. Um, and technically it was Does she know who you are? Gothrak, does she know who specifically you are? Or is this just she's a That's racist? That's a good point. I feel like she's a racist. Are you a racist? Or do you know who I am? self That's actually a good question. He has one red eye and one black. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's mated around or not. She 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 looks up at you, Gothrak, and kind of searches your face. And it takes a minute, but eventually you do see comprehension dawn in her eyes. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. She knows who I am, I think. So, you know what I am, yeah? You know who I am. What does she know about you? You are the one who is killing my brethren. That is what I know about you. I feel like you know a little bit more. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. If we're gonna play... I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. Baelnor is the one I want. Oh, if you're trying to turn over a new leaf, then why don't you turn around and walk away? Simply leave our city and leave us in peace. Well, uh, your king murdered my wife and daughters, so that's not happening. Well, good luck getting through the gate, then. I suppose you'll have a difficult time. That's what you're for! Oh, my lovely darling, that's what you're for. Okay, so uh, he'd like to insight check her and see if she, if she knows more than she's saying about who he is. Okay, go ahead and roll insight. Uh, this is gonna go poorly. Yeah, 12. Okay. Um, you don't get the sense that she's lying when she says that she knows you. <sighs> All right. And he'll switch back to common. Taz, I'm getting a little bit of a headache. If she keeps pushing me. Uh, do you got anything that'll really knock her socks off? Uh, I don't feel like butchering her or her husband right now. Yet. I'm getting there. But I'm trying to focus on the goal. Good man. Good man. Um, I... I think my option is actually worse. and But it may benefit us if you tell them what that option is. They can very well die for not telling us, but one of them will continue to serve me after death. Oh, that's a brilliant idea, Taz. And Gothrak switches back to Dwarvish. Do you know what a necromancer is? Her eyes kind of narrow. I, I know 
you are. Well, I'm not a necromancer. Don't worry about that. What you should be worried about is the fucker behind you. Because here's what's going to happen. You either tell me what I want to know, or I'm going to kill one of you. And the one that I killed is going to be raised by my friend back behind you, who happens to be a necromancer. And he will bind you to his service. Make you do all sorts of weird and nasty things. Your soul won't ever get rest. And to be perfectly honest, you'll probably be damned. You won't go to Moradin. You'll go straight to the fucking Nine Hells. Is that what you want? No Moradin's Forge for you. Just eternal agony. Go ahead and make an intimidation check. Alright. If I use shocking grasp not on her but just having the uh lightning bolt sort of in my hand can that add advantage uh i i i'm considering the d i'm considering the dc based on everything that's been said so far so just go go ahead and roll so about that advantage Um, About that party inspiration. His intimidation didn't include his strength, though, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not doing anything strength-based. I don't know if you allow me to use... It'd be plus four to it. It it, it would only give you an eight instead. Does the party think that this is an important enough rule to to use the inspiration? Well, I'm I'm proficient in intimidation. It would actually be a total of 11. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. Um, with an 11, I'll, I'll say that you do see that there's a little bit of fear in her eyes. She doesn't immediately turn tail, but she's, she's, she does look a little worried. Mm. Fine. I think see? that we have wants and needs, just as you. Right. She's trying to slowly scooch away from Taz. Kothrak looks at him. It worked. Uh, all right, so we do. Yes, we have wants and needs. You have a want to go to Moradin's Forge. I have a need to find Baelnor and, uh, well, do some knitting with his innards. So we can help each other. I won't kill you. I will not strike you down if you tell me everything you know. You have my word. You nor anyone else you travel with will harm us any further. Uh, let's not get too busy with that. I won't kill you. That is my offer. <sighs> All right, just you then. That's fine. I don't know if she what catches it Sorry. or not. He just says, just you. That's fine. Yeah. No, both of us. She holds firm. I'll tell you what. We won't kill you. We'll leave you here nice and safe in one way or the other. We good with that? She she kind of looks into you, Gothrak. How are you planning to get into the city. Well, see, now that's what you're about to tell us. Because you didn't fucking come through the gates. Now did you now? 
No, but the fact that you're asking me questions means there's things that you don't know either. Well, that would be the point of the questions. Gothrak, I'm not sure what she's saying, but I'm I'm beginning to get impatient with her. The necromancers want you as a servant. As a specter, I can command her to get us into the city the way that would avoid the gates. Or she can tell us, and she doesn't have to be. Out, out of character, does that actually work, or are you bluffing? Guess you'll never know. I actually <laughs> am not 100% sure. <laughs> well, it says you cause its spirit to rise from its corpse as a specter. It obeys your verbal commands, but it doesn't say anything about it having the knowledge that it did in life. So you you you, you can bluff that if you want, but you're not sure if if that if that's an actual possibility. All right. All right. Are we are we going that Oof, way with no. it? Oh, it's Gothrak. Never yeah. mind. It's Gothrak. That yeah, says it's gonna it. be me doing it. He's so yeah, me. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say Gothrak. Go ahead and make a deception check with advantage. All right. <laughs> deception is a zero. All right, here we go. Fourteen. Okay. And and I'm considering that based on the earlier roll as well. All right. Look. Fine, we can make a deal. You let both of us go free, Un undo our binds, leave us be. We can walk out of here and we can tell you where to go. Well, you didn't tell me your name, so I'm going to call you Sally. Sally, we're not going to untie you so you can go get the guards. Come on now. You're a smart woman. I'm a smart half-orc. There's no need to insult each other. We'll leave you here alive. That was the offer. If you're reneging, I'll be more than happy to make you watch me skin your husband alive. How am I supposed to go get the guards? You're infinitely closer. You're still gonna make it there. Do you, do you not know how foot traffic works? Gothrak translates to Taz what's going on. Yeah, She's I trying to fire pull off one. an Eldritch Blast against one of the walls way away from somebody in, in anger, looking at her. Oh, shit. Oh, he's starting to summon the dead spirits. This isn't good. Whoa, look at him go. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can't understand coming. <laughs> No, maybe her husband will be more cooperative if he sees her as a specter. Gothrak looks at Taz and, uh, and tells him in common, just nod your head when I say the next thing in Dwarvish here. And he looks at her and says, Okay. So... We're going to kill you and raise you as a specter and your husband will help us. 
And he points towards Taz. And I nod. Then my first point comes true. You never had any intention of leaving us alive. Go ahead. Kill us both. That's not... I'm trying to do a deal with... I'm. Now you're pissing me off. I gave... I gave you my offer. It was rejected. No! I accepted your offer to leave you all here. Alive and safe. Untied. Untied. No, we're not doing that. That's not... No, no, no. That's not what you offered in the first place. Well, maybe I changed my offer. Perhaps I'm not liking your tone. I cast Hexblade's Curse on her. Okay. That's what we won't need later. And I tell Gothrak, she's one step away from serving me one way or another. The deal is... She tells us how to get to the city without going through the gate. And she answers who the queen is. We leave them here. And we go our own way. They stay tied up because there are going to be guards coming here investigating anyway after they find the other guards from the guard room missing. And Gothrak will start translating that. You're going to get discovered anyway at the tail end of it. Do, do, do you translate everything that Taz said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the guards are already coming. You'll never make it. You do realize those were discovered several hours ago. She's openly chuckling now. She's openly chuckling. All right. Well, in that case, they'll find you quick enough then. So tell us how to get through. She just kind of sits back into her husband and reaches up her neck and makes it super easy to hit. Taz, take her. And Gothrak just walks away. Gothrak, ask her if she's, ask her if she knows how painful this is going to be. Both Uh, in life and after death. I suppose one final question. Do you have any idea how much this is going to suck for you? Not making to Moradin's Forge? I gave you a chance. <laughs> I've said my prayers to whore. He will get Oh, that's right. You're a whore follower. They're whores. Or, whore followers. Sorry. Just fucking end My her. vengeance will come down upon you. She's just saying whore is gonna find us and, and such. Spectre her, will ya? Why? There's no value in it now, we know that. <laughs> we gain nothing. 
Except it's just a random special that we don't need. I mean, it's a bullet sponge. You just morally want to kill her, but as a character, you don't. You can't. <laughs> That's incorrect. But he is trying to show growth, so there's different. You're trying to be better. And that's wrong. What? <laughs> I'm so confused right now! Gothrag just looks at Taz. Just, let's try the husband. Yep. Gag her? Yep. Gothrag gags her. Lunave, please wake the husband. Uh, Lunave, who has been kind of standing back and watching all of this, is, is just kind of got her arms crossed in front with a really sad and depressed expression. I don't like this. I don't understand why you need to bring her back as a thing. It was a th it was a threat. I mean, it was. That's actually the point. But um. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on this one. Neither of them are turning into beasts. Then we'll just send them to Hor. If they, if they are going to meet there, and they are going to meet it nobly. It was a threat, Lunave. That's why it's not done. Fine. She walks up and gives you a really stern stare, Taz. Reaches out. I stare back gives, at her. Gives the dwarf one hit point. The man one hit point. <laughs> the woman, as he's kind of wheezing and whispering, is concerned looking at him. And Gothrak's going to grab a hold of the back of her head, her hair. And drag her a little bit so that they're facing each other. And he's going to look at him. Ungag him, Taz. If you scream, she dies. And he's holding one of his, one of his hand axes right under her throat. <laughs> I'm trying to turn over a new fucking leaf. Don't scream. Let's have... Uh, is he saying yes, I'm assuming? Yes, he's he, he's he's saying yes and nodding through his gag. Alright, get Taz on gagging, please. Yep, I do. Alright. <sighs> Whatever you do, don't hurt her. I... You know what? I, I'll give you my word. You give me everything you want. You both go free, figuratively. I'll leave you here tied up in the cavern. Somebody will find you eventually. And there's no need for me to skin either of you alive. Can we can we cut that deal? Are you happy with that? Depends on what you want. You know, it's a simple thing. Really? Do we have to go with the name-calling? Gothrak looks at Taz. He's name-calling. You killed a number of my kin! Well, they fucking deserved it. 
As do you. You've, you've enslaved the dragonborn people. Gothrak will translate. He's speaking common. Okay. That's good to know. In that case, Taz, go at it. Then Gothrak will just sit there with the axe to his throat. Her throat. Okay. We had no quarrel with the dwarves on coming here. Eh, that's not your people true. attacked. Your people attacked the city, enslaved the dragonborn people. We had nothing against you. Aye. And we had nothing against the dragonborn when they cursed us out. How long ago was that? The dragonborn in the city above have been there for a little over a hundred years, and there's nothing in their history books, nothing in their collective memories about dwarves of any kind. Well, that's their problem, ain't it? The history of the world is only written is only written by the winners. And sometimes plots are really bad are, saying a lie. Sometimes plots are written by manipulators and use of lies and propaganda to achieve their ends. How long ago do you think the Dragonborn chased you out of your city? Kind of thinks it was probably 100, 125, 150 years ago. I don't know for sure. It was some time ago. And, and Josh, the bones that we found were far older than that. Um, go ahead and make a retroactive medicine check. Yeah. <laughs> retroactive. Yeah, nope. Um, they were fairly old. There wasn't any um, tissue or flesh still on them. They were pure skeletons. So you would guess that that they were decently old, but they weren't so old that they were like crumbling to dust. They were still very recognizable as dwarf skeleton or dragonborn skeleton. Do you remember being chased from the city? Do you remember Dragonborn coming down here? Because there was no city above when you claim to have been chased from your city. That's true. There was none. The Dragonborn drove us out to claim this area as theirs. I remember so long ago but I do remember parts of 
fleeing and running, the fairest behind, sailing away on a rickety ship. Seeing others fleeing across foot, or fleeing across land by foot, running for their lives. It's interesting that all of the dwarves seem to have that same memory. They only remember one ship, but every one of you that we've questioned so far remembers going by ship and remembers fleeing, but not from whom. Just vaguely dragonborn, but never having seen them. I remember seeing them. These creatures, and he looks over towards the dragonborn who are just kind of all standing around and throughout the cavern. They took my home. Your home was still here. There was no reason to take what was theirs. They drove us out. Did they though? I'm starting to think they didn't. Your city has been abandoned for generations with nobody guarding it and only underdark creatures wandering around. Because we were too scared and disorganized to bring it to fight it, bring it back to us. The true king has risen. He has banded us together. Together we have defeated our skilled enemies. Is he a true king? Or was he made king by conquering? And who is his queen? Who is better to lead but the one who brought us together? The queen is his companion. Can we get a name, please? Do you know, do you know who my friend is over here? And I point to Gothrak. Gothrak gives him a big smile. Yeah, he, he looks at you, Gothrak. I... I've heard tale of your face. And good. You know your king started this with an act of revenge. With an act of violence upon an innocent family so that he sought revenge. Gothrak at this point is trying to hold his anger in. But he is starting to cry. Is that the act of a king? Kings do what is necessary, even if it is hard. So murdering two children, two beautiful little girls that did nothing and murdering a woman that gave him shelter, fed him from the food that was on our table when he had nothing. 
That is the act of a king. I was not there when that decision was made. Do not take out the actions of others on me or my wife. He took it on my wife. You just did the same to the dragonborn. These people weren't alive when you claim they chased you out of the city. You've held them accountable for the actions of others. Why shouldn't you be? Because we're doing what is right. Committing violence? Enslaving a people? Worshipping a god other than Moradin? That's right? Writing a wrong. Long in the making. And what of the wrong of my wife and children? Sacrifices must be made. You're right. They must. And Gothrak tightens his hand on the handle of the axe. And looks at him. We don't want anything more to do with your people. We want to get answers from the king himself and his queen. Name her. The queen is Finella. Does Gothrak recognize that name at all? No. Okay. Has she always been with the king? Since I have come here, I have seen them together. But before? I do not know. Did you come with Balnor to the city? No. Belnor was among the first to be here. I was found and brought much later, with my wife. Through our many works in helping to repair the city, we were granted nobleship. How long have you been down here repairing this city? Thanks for a minute. Maybe six months. We need to get to Belnor. You obviously have a way into the city that bypasses the gate, the locked gate. Name it. He looks from you to Gothrak to kind of the rest of the group. And what guarantees do I have that you're not going to slit our throats once I utter what you ask? Eh, it's 50-50 at best, to be honest. I have no need for revenge. I have no need to feed your god. And I have no reason to trust you. Do you want to know what it feels like? 
Send your compatriots down the path. I shall tell one of you and one of you only. Leave us here. Unspoiled. I stay, he stays. Everybody else, fuck off. I mean, I could just stay. I don't actually think I've killed a dwarf. I feel like it's been either stolen from me or I've just been not good enough. Do you want I to? like this one since he does kill dwarves. Yeah, the, I don't know. As far as I think, I, I, I just genuinely don't think I've done it. I don't know. So here's the thing. You're not in a position to negotiate. I'm also the person with the information you need. Right. And I could also butcher your wife in front of your eyes. You have my word. By Moradin. You will both be left alive. Unspoiled. Even though your entire race deserves vengeance. I am trying to let your words slip past me. So just tell us, so I can leave you here. Please. Make intimidation or persuasion your choice. I'll go intimidation. Um. <sighs> no, it's gonna. It has to be persuasion. God damn it! Because he's begging him at this point. Uh, at it, uh, just normal. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm still considering the DC with everything that's been said, so just go ahead and roll. Holy shit, 17. Nice. Okay. He, he looks at you, Gothrak, looks down at his wife, who seems to be giving some sort of look, but it's a little too quick, you can't read it. You stay, Gothrak. Rest go. I tell will tell you the information you seek. Where do you go? And just just for the expediency. Wrong way, of, Alexander. Yeah, for 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 the expediency yeah. of this, everybody kind of walks walks away down the tunnel. All the tunnel looks the same. You're going up this oh, way. Darkness. Um. But Gothrak, once everybody, including the Dragonborn, have left, um, you do um, kind of walk up to the, the Dwarven man who has a little bit of tears in his eyes. He's just looking over at his wife the entire time as, as you lean down close. And he, he whispers to you, Nach Nunavulach, which you know to be, to mean. Praise be to Hor. He's not going to tell me, is he? Oh, did, did you not hear me? No, I didn't. All I heard was praise be to Hor. Oh, okay. Um, so w once everybody left, um, he, he, he kind of looked between you and his wife. And as he started to tear up a little bit, he spoke in Dwarvish, praise be to Hoar. Yeah, so he's not giving you the answer then. Or or is this the start of that? Give me No, the I think answer. that's the end of it. Yeah, that's what I think too. Please. I I have that that is the information you seek. 
Praise be to whore. Opens a secret oh, tunnel somewhere. Passcode. Where? Follow the tunnel. At the very end, there are faint dwarven runes. Search for them, you will find them and speak the code. What is your name? Why? Because I want to know who I'm talking to. Trangafar. Alright, Trangafar. I will leave you in peace. Thank my wife for that. Because you and your kind deserve so much pain. Now here's your fucking wife. And he throws uh, what's-her-face right next to him. Goes over and gags him. Okay. Consider this an act of mercy but once. I see you again. And I will send you to the Nine Hells. After tying them directly together. So... There's yep. no way they can get up even remotely effectively. Okay. Just remove that rope from my inventory, I guess. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> we'll buy you another one. A better one. <laughs> get you silk rope yeah. the next time. At least it's Sorry, less guys, cheaping. You, <laughs> you decided to talk to the one who was not going to be cooperative at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then he knocked the man who was more susceptible to being persuaded or intimidated unconscious. It's almost like we punched him in the throat for no reason. That doesn't sound like us at all. Yeah, that brings back memories of the compound. <laughs> that that mm. takes me back to another guy I punched in the throat. <laughs> Walks up to Tess. Praise be to whore. We need to find the end of the tunnel. There's dwarven runes. I saw those runes, right, Josh? Uh, you did not see any dwarven runes. Ah, shit. You sure? Mm-hmm. Roll an intelligence check, just just to see if you remember. <laughs> did, did you? <laughs> DM intelligence? <laughs> did you? Maybe I didn't. I don't. I didn't write it down, so I guess not. Nah, I I found I found a bunch of loose stones. I remember there being uh, dwarven sigils. Right? Yeah, you 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 walked out to um, the area where where you could see the actual like front gate the gatehouse uh-huh I did I go I did I did go down the dead end but I don't think I did like an investigation or anything I just okay it ends and left I I, I don't think you did either okay we need to head to the end of the tunnel there should be dwarven runes we speak the passphrase they're alive Taz. Are they by me now? Am I around? Yeah, you guys are all coming around the corner. Okay. I've been here uh, a while. Uh, so I I did not search the end of the tunnel, but um, I mean, that was certainly an end. Uh, search it. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll just move everybody. So everybody just kind of stay you. where I you are. I wouldn't find it if I, if I had the ability <laughs> to see. <it>. Like... <laughs> 
Genuinely, I am so, so lost. If this was the 80s cartoon where we got transported to a world of D&D, Jordan would be the first to die. Oh, yeah. Fucked with a capital F right there. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I disagree because you would own a tavern and be like super popular and just be raking in the cash. Yeah, oh my gosh. But, yeah, but as soon as people stop fighting, I'd be like, oh, that sounds like fun. I want to get on that. And then I'd die. Only then. But... Okay. So, um, as you all begin to move back through along the path, you get back to that area where this main tunnel seems to narrow and narrow and narrow, but it eventually does open up into um, a smaller area. Um, what is the marching order as we are approaching that area and are we still stealthing yeah gothrak will take point because he figures it's got to be said in dwarvish um well the, the, the question would be whether we want to do like a couple of pe people ahead that are quieter and then everybody else or just one big group let's sneak it up there you and me liberty I'm fine with that. Okay. Then Alexander and I next, and then the noisy bunch behind us. I'm not that noisy. You're you're on a scale of one to you're ten, you're definitely a seven and a half. I've been silent this entire time. Mm, you're right. It was I like I wasn't even, even here. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, <laughs> it's very true. I didn't even think you were here. I, I don't uh, think I was there either. I was really surprised anyway. when you didn't like stop me threatening them, but uh, it I, is what it I is. don't know, me too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that part where you killed that kid, yeah, no. Didn't you see how stone-faced she <laughs> was though? My god, if looks could kill. <laughs> stone-faced. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Liberté and Gothrek, go ahead and make stealth checks. <laughs> okay. 19. Twelve. Okay. Uh, I will move the two of you to the map first. Oh, look, you're right next to each other. Perfect. You two both begin to creep out. And Gothrak, for the first time, you do kind of see this large pile of rubble over here on the um and to your to the left on the screen the right in character you do see a very tiny little gap that seems to head out somewhere but it also appears to be some sort of path that continues off to the to the left of you um so i, I would i would point to the left side of the screen and mime a gate and then point to the path and like indicate that's the way I think we need to go. Gothrak nods. That we'll keep going. He did say the end of the path. Yep, and I'm keeping my eyes on them and Alexander and I are like thirty feet behind them and then the others are thirty feet behind us. Okay. 
Uh, Liberté, are you like peeking around that corner, or are you not even chancing it? Not even chancing it. So what, what are you two doing? We're moving forward, looking for the runes. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Start moving. Oh, sorry. I was looking to see if... No, that's the wrong way. Oh, it's the other... Okay, okay. Yeah. Screen right, character left. <laughs> <laughs> kind of confusing. Yeah, Josh, so I had uh, a plus one dexterity modifier before from a card that I did remove, and roll 20 re-added it, so I'm trying to look for it again to remove it. So I should have had oh. an 11. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's been a day since we took cards, right? It has. You guys woke yeah, up yeah. this morning. Um, right. it, 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 it wouldn't matter. Um, their their okay. perception was not high enough. Okay. Um, so you and Liberté, or I'm sorry, you and Gothrak creep, creep along this kind of side passage, and it seems to be just a naturally carved tunnel, much like those ones that you saw um, inside of the rock on your way down. However, as you're walking, it just seems to suddenly end. Nowhere else to go. Gothrak will speak the phrase in Dwarvish. Okay. Um, you speak the phrase, but nothing immediately happens. Gothrak will poke Clubby out to see if the wall is an illusion. Okay. Um, both of you go ahead and make an investigation check. Is your investigation better than a one? Mine? Yes. Uh, it is not better than a one. All right. Holy shit, 18. 11. Uh, hilariously enough, 18 was the exact DC you needed. Um, <laughs> as you are looking over the wall, Gothrak, um, with your um, dark vision and yours as well, Liberté, after he points it out, there does seem to be a faint glittering on the wall, probably about chest height for you, Gothrak, about eye level for you, Liberté. Gothrak will reach out towards it and try to touch it and say the phrase again. Well, don't you want to wait until the rest of us get there? Well, you're not there, shut up. I, I, well, well, no, I, we, we're not necessarily, necessarily sure that this is where we're supposed to be, and if everybody comes up makes a bunch of noise and we're wrong. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, not like right on top, but at least 30 feet away. I think everybody's sitting right now, except for me, where they were and didn't follow you when we said we were. Oh. Okay, well, the two of us hey, aren't there, so... I was with you, I was just letting you guide okay. me. Okay, if, 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 yeah, if the rest of the party's moving up, everybody go ahead and make stealth checks. Yeah, I was just letting it happen. But, um, sure, this one. Eh. So the answer to your question. Oh wait, I have advantage. No. I have advantage. That's right. Not much better. 
Ooh, 19. Mm, lovely. Got a four. So, if we think we need to use that die, because we have a lot of bad rolls. Yep. Um, Vesper, as a reminder, you do have the party inspiration. Right. Let's see who has the worst. Jacques. Oh, yeah, Jacques, so take it, buddy. So I see two Taz rolls. Did you have advantage? And I missed. Yeah, that? I have the boots of Elven okay. kind, so I have advantage. Okay, yeah. I forgot to roll right. it. Yeah, I think you might have said that, and I just. I'll roll again. <clears throat> I was hoping. <laughs> Is this an important roll? Well, you're giving it to me, so I guess I'll roll it. Do, do it. Let's do it anyway. Who cares? Fourteen. Yeah, okay. that's better. Well. It's almost a one. <laughs> Not better. You you stop it, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was almost a one to say, you know. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and move some folks over to. I did it, guys. I used I used inspiration. <laughs> That's why she used it there, just so she could say she did. We're all very proud of you. Oh, Got that. this look good. Oh, the music is starting to get kind of creepy. Behind, uh, like, Medusa. Okay. Um, so, you guys think you're being fairly stealthy. Some of you are helping others, trying to be a little bit more quiet. Um, Lunave and one of the Dragonborn are particularly struggling. Um, but it's a group check, and you guys rolled decently enough. Um, Gothrak, you reach up and tap that spot on the stone, and the glyphs immediately start to sparkle a bright bluish green. And he says the phrase. Okay. Um, and, and as you say the phrase, um, the stone seems to just fade into nothing and open a small opening in front of you. Do I see anything? It, it It's just an opening. Are you going through? He looks back at Liberté. And shrugs. Uh, well, I would, I would like put my hand on him and say, um, we should see if it closes really quickly. Otherwise we might be trapped away from the rest of our group. At about this point... Can we just give it like five seconds, Josh? Yeah. You, you guys talking back and forth, about probably 10, 15 seconds passes, and the stone reappears. Okay. That's good to know. So I'm going to message back to Taz and say, uh, we found it, uh, get up here, but, you know, stay quiet. Okay. <clears throat> I whisper back to everybody. They found the door. Let's move quietly. Quietly, Shock. You all. Quietly. He's he's doing hand signals, but nobody knows what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean they found the floor? <laughs> he said to move quickly. Quickly right. and loudly. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Quickly though, right. I, I was prepared quickly. Now. It, it eventually <laughs> the rest of the party gathers up, 
I'm just going to say everybody's there. Everybody's there. You're fine. Okay. We're good. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh. I, Gothrak, Gothrak. Gothrak. <laughs> it's a fast one. We're going to have to move quietly, but quickly. I, I was right. What was beyond the door? We're about to fucking find out. Is there out. enough room for us to stop? <laughs> okay. We don't know. Gothrak no looks... There's no... Here we go. And he touches the glyph and says the phrase again. Okay. The stone melts away once again, just seemingly becoming ethereal for a moment. Gothrak steps through. Ready. I run okay. through. You... Well, you well, are again. Your bathrack. Yep. You 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 step <laughs> through and notice that this tunnel, um, this kind of side tunnel that you were in now continues. It is still pitch dark. It is blacking here, and you continue on. Even for my vision. I mean, you, you for those who have dark vision, you can see. I was just. Saying that it's not like there's oh, a light, no torches or anything. Here. Okay. Yeah, like like the, the the torches are providing light, but without those, it would be black. Um. So you all continue to walk along this tunnel. You move for you walk for approximately ten minutes, going as slowly and quietly as you can. Is there anything anyone wants to do? Not die, preferably. <laughs> okay. That's I right. Just listening, listening to see if we hear any noises. We've we've seen a few traps so far, so whoever's in front should be looking for that. I guess is that me because I have the higher investigation, even though I've been rolling like shit all night. Sounds good. Yeah, it ain't me. Okay. I mean, hey, as long as you believe in yourself. Okay, go ahead and make an investigation check. And Gothrak gave you advantage, wow. so roll again. Okay, good, because that was an 11. 21. A little better. Okay. <laughs> Just a bit. Um, you, you slow down Taz and start looking around, making sure that, you know, that there's no... Um, plate traps or trip wires or anything that would um, hinder your progress. You don't find anything. And as you are kind of finishing your search, um, you kind of <clears throat> bump your head into something solid and you look up and you are standing at a flat piece of stone. The tunnel in front of you just seemingly ends abruptly. Are there more sigils? Uh, go ahead and make another investigation check. Gothrak will help him. And yeah, I'm assuming someone's helping, so advantage. Sixteen. Okay. Um, because you had seen the first one, the DC is much lower. And yes, there are another same set of glyphs on the door. And looking at them, you're guessing that if a dwarf were to reach up and 
put their hand on the door and kind of reach up as high as their hand could reach, their fingertips would just reach the very bottom of those glyphs. Hmm. So is it touch-based, do you think, Liberté? The last one was. Okay. He had, to, he had to touch it and say the words. Um, is it the same height as the previous one? Yes. Okay. Well, since we don't know what's on the other side of this door, should Gothrak and Vesper be in the front? Gothrak will turn back everybody weapons out. I'll shuffle up to the front. We're all very tightly packed in. Without weapons out, it could be dangerous. I, I, <laughs> what if someone falls? I, I do that thing where somebody's using their mouth mouse wheel to change their primary weapon, so it's like dagger, crossbow, Same, same. Pick one. Pick right. swords. Swords out. Shields up. I've only got a sword. Okay, everyone is in position. But that's a choice, Alexander. Vesper spoke with me. Yeah, Vesper's up with Gothrak. Yeah, you, 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 you don't have to be in that order on the map. It's, it's fine. You, you're okay. Uh, so who? Um, Gothrak will reach so up and Gothrak, you reach up. Pop that phrase. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you reach up, Gothrak. Touch the runes; they glow once again. You utter, um, praise be to Har, and once again, this stone slab seems to just melt into nothingness. And as it melts, you see yourselves standing at what looks to be the end of a small alleyway. The alleyway is about 20 feet across and about 40 feet long straight ahead of you. In your immediate vicinity, you see crates, boxes, just some piles of trash and refuse. Beyond your sight, down, down way down towards the end of the alley, you see what you think is a large boulevard of yellowish gray stone. And as you all slowly and as quietly as you can move out, from the passage knowing that the stone will reappear momentarily and get behind some of these crates and boxes and just kind of watch you see several dwarves just walk past in the boulevard and following them are they're like street signs maybe a boulevard of broken dreams Um, you guys are way down this alley, so you only have like 20 feet wide worth of vision on the square. But as you continue to watch over the next minute or so, no one seems to notice you. And every now and then, several dwarves will walk by. Some of them have a dragonborn or two just following behind. What's Buildings the lighting all around like? You are, um, you are now outside in the actual cavern. The torches are no longer required. Everybody has full light. So if you go back into your journals, um, to that picture of the actual city that I gave you. Yep. You are, you're guessing somewhere within that city. So you are out in the open and in light now. 
So and... it's magical light or torchlight because we're underground? Or the, um, it, or you, is you... there, sorry, light coming from above down like shafts? Um, it does not seem to be like coming down like sunlight. Um, from just a brief few seconds that you have, you would guess that it is some some kind of artificial light, whether that be um, magical flame or a glowstone or or something. Um, but but it is it is a a very kind of um, hueless light just all around you at the moment. And the alley is uh, dark. Uh, it, it is darker, just from the general like location. You guys are back towards the end. Um, all of the buildings around you seem to be that square shaped with kind of rounded edges. But there's uh, both from in front of you um, to both sides and in front, you see some are smaller, some are larger. Um, and looking up, you do see the immensity of Mandualis is rising above you. So you seem to be somewhere towards the middle. It seems to shrink slightly before growing wider once again. And nobody's noticed us. Is that because they aren't looking, or do we get the impression there's like an illusion at the end of the alley? No one has looked down the alleyway. And okay. as you kind of glance back, that stone um, slab has reappeared. Okay. You said there's like crates and refuse and other stuff. Are we being screened by the crates or no? Uh, it, essentially, yes. You are all kind of just like huddled behind them at the moment. Okay. You, you are like 40 feet away from the actual boulevard itself. I think one of us can disguise as a dwarf and lead some of our dragonborns here. We have height yeah. problems for that. We shock. We've, we've yeah. gone over this. Yeah. It, even if Alexander did it with the hat or Liberté did it, they're still very, very, very tall dwarves. I mean, they're not overly tall dwarves. Because I'm pretty sure that the sky I, self lets you change up to a foot, right? Yeah, up to a foot. I think I could make it look like I'm wearing a hat with my horns coming out of the hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean... However, however, you guys want to potentially approach this, and um, I will say, seeing as how it's nine o'clock and we've reached a decent spot, we can go ahead and take a break here. You guys potentially talk about what plans you potentially want to make now that you have fully infiltrated Mendwalis. Hooray! Okay. Hey. Hey there, it's Josh, your friendly neighborhood GM. The fan favorite part of our shows may be the sweet silence during breaks, but we do hope that you find the rest of the episode, at the very least, tolerable. If you're one of the poor, unfortunate souls who happen to enjoy our content, then why not consider backing us on our brand new Patreon? This shiny new platform helps us create more and better content for you, our fans. Each level comes with a variety of rewards that will ingratiate you like a warlock warbling before a patron's power. Head on over to patreon.com slash actnaturalshow for more details. Link in the description included! 
Now back to the show. Jumping back into the game, you all have just emerged into some section of the city of Mendwalis. You are hiding out in an alleyway. You can see off in the distance every now and then dwarves passing by. Some of them seem to be armored and carrying weapons. Others seem to be in just regular clothes. Some are in fancier clothes. And every so often you do see a dragonborn or two trailing behind or two dwarves. What would you all like are they to do? Chained or anything, Josh? Or are they? They are not chained. Do they look docile? I uh, can't really tell from this distance. I I don't have a map, so this is all just theater of the mind at the moment. Oh, well, we need um... to find the palace. So looking up around, everything around us is made of stone. It's carved. It's clean. It looks like dwarven made. Um, go go ahead and make an intelligence check. Uh, Gothrak will help him because he knows about dwarven architecture. Ish. Yep, you're yeah, you're good. Mm, stone. Wait, so doors are forty-five feet, so I can't. Sheesh. Okay, so we can't. So like, disguise ourselves. How tall are? How tall is everyone? Uh, I have to look. Hold on. Gothrax, I think dwarves. I think are about four feet tall or less. Five eleven as well. It says four or five. Four to five yeah. feet tall. Yeah, um, I, 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 my, I was always thinking four and a half to five. But we can make ourselves look one feet shorter. Yeah, Liberté is five five, and I think we said that that's the top of his head, not the top of his horns. So do you guys still think this guy's self will still work here then, as doors? Maybe. I think it. I think it would for for Liberté. Yeah, I I I would say Liberté. You said you were five five, right? Five five, but that again, that's the top of his head, not the top of his horns. Still, I I, I would say that you you would be able to look yourself like a tall dwarf, not overly tall, but you know, a taller dwarf. You you could do that. How tall is Alexander again? Five eleven, roughly. So Alexander would be pushing it. So it'd be four eleven if you to cast this guy self. And neither of us can speak Dwarvish. Correct. Oh, I can if I need to. Cost me a spell. How tall is how tall is Gothrak? Six foot five inches. Six foot five inches. Do we have? Like don't we have reduced enlarge? Does, does someone have reduced enlarge? I don't currently have it, no. I, uh, don't think I, do. I might. 
Nope, not today. Ah, oh, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, no. I can cast invisibility on Gothrak and Liberté, and then hunker down here and just concentrate, and when they get back, I'd have my spell back. No, I was just saying, we need a place to hide besides this, this tight corridor, this alley here. Uh, so we're gonna need someone to scout out ahead. Well, gotta figure it out one way or the other. Or we're gonna have to wait here until what, nighttime? But we don't know how long ago, how long that's gonna take. Who's the most quiet of us? Somebody make somebody else invisible? I think it's uh, mean Gothrak with Alexander close to that. Gothrak's got a plus five. Mine's plus six. Wait, for what, sorry? Stealth. Stealth. You're oh, invisible, no. you get advantage. Yeah, I've only got four. So. Oh. Yeah, I thought it was better than that, but it's not. Not Alexander, I thought you were proficient in stealth. Um, I may be mismatching something here. Hang on, it's possible that's the case. Because I, I, if I remembered correctly, I thought you were also you also had expertise in stealth too. Let me look one moment. Are you looking at your row twenty? Or are you looking at your D and D Beyond? <laughs> uh, no, because originally, like the D and D Beyond one is correct. Um, so I was just making sure that it matched up correctly yeah, enough. His expertise is in performance and persuasion. So he's only a yeah. plus four. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm, it does. That's on brand. Yeah, that sounds like something I would do. And it is something I did. So that makes sense. Oh, I don't know why we questioned that. Mm. <laughs> <This play. laughs> to be honest. <laughs> All right, so me and Gothrek go invisible, and we look for a place to put people uh, in. Yes. Yeah, and see if you can observe the palace or, you know, and we'll, we'll try and stay quiet back here. Should I? Oh, no, I can't cast darkness. Never mind. Um, so, yeah, I'll take out my wand and... I guess as soon as you two are ready, just nod and I will cast invisibility. Okay. And like, I've got like my stopwatch out and I'm timing <laughs> so that everybody synchronize. No. Okay. Never mind. And go. All right. Um, both Liberté and Gothrak make stealth checks at advantage. You got like a you got like a, a wrist set uh, sand glass going on with there. <laughs> yeah, wrist sand glass. <laughs> and I, I keep I keep accidentally forgetting and turning my hand one way or the other. <laughs> you can you can uh, you can you can twist it. So oh, look at the two of you. Yeah, I got a dirty twenty. You guys you guys didn't even need advantage. Look at that. Gothrek got a twenty four. Nice. <laughs> okay. 
So the two of you, slow but surely, leave your party behind and start to creep up towards the large boulevard in the distance. Yeah, I'll keep an air out for anything behind us, any sounds. Okay, good to know. Because you're supposed uh, to be good at that. Yeah, I'm supposed to be good at that. But let's, let's find out how good I am at that right now. Peeking out into uh, the... Makes sense. The world's all right now. <laughs> um, peeking out around the corner, both of you, into this main boulevard, you see that you are on one edge of what looks to be kind of a large main semicircle. And this semicircle seems to be kind of where a bunch of different boulevards meet. So you, from your vantage point, you can see you th what you think is four different avenues heading off at different angles off of this semicircle. It's almost like the rays of a sun. And looking back um, in in the direction of the main, um, main kind of um, square itself, um, you do see the back end of the gate, which you recognize Liberté. And as you kind of look over it, there are a ton of dwarves just swarmed over that gate. Probably more than necessary, you would guess. There's probably at least 50 just right there that you can see. Um, both ahead, blah, blah, blah. both of you go ahead and make perception checks. What, what direction on the semicircle is that? Um, so, like, if you're, look, if you're imagining a semicircle straight ahead, the curved part is up, and the boulevards go off at angles upwards, and then the gate is down below you. Does that make sense? Uh, on, the, on the flat end of the semicircle. Correct. Any idea where the uh, what was that uh, palace would be? Uh, at the moment, you aren't sure where the palace is. However, you do see what you had seen before. Um, there are a number of dwarves varying from what look to be some sort of soldier or guard to regular dwarves. And some even look to um, have different sets of tools on them. Some have stone tools or jeweler's kits. Walking around, talking, leaving. Um, towards the very center of that semicircle, you do see a larger dwarf, much larger than any of the others that you've seen so far, in heavily polished armor. Gothrak, your senses kind of perk up and get interested for a second, but you realize it's not Baelnor. This dwarf seems to be speaking with uh, a group of others, and they're about 100, 125 feet away. He has, like I said, very well-polished armor, a beard that is braided in multiple places, and hair that kind of flows down over the top of his armor. He is talking to a group of what look to be six um, dwarf guards. And after a couple minutes, their conversation finishes and the individuals that the well-armored guy was talking to disperse and go start giving out orders. And as he kind of watches over them for a moment, he then turns and starts heading along the second boulevard. So not the one you're immediately next to, but the next one in starts heading deeper into the city. Are we on the far right or the far left? You are on the far left. Far left. So he's he's going down the, the next the next one. The, Correct. The okay. second from the left. Okay. And and we're not right. And we're not we're not like that. We're we're where this where street number one would begin. 
right? Yes. You, yeah, you, you're not right at where it would begin. You're like, you know, a couple hundred feet in. Okay. Um, in, uh, in addition um, to the gatehouse itself, just looking around in the general area, um, you see several buildings which have um, fences outside. And it seems rather weird at first uh, as you kind of look around and see these different structures. But after a few minutes, you hear meh, meh, and several goats, those large goats, seem to come just trotting out from different buildings. There seem to be several goat pens around you. And as you just continue to watch, you also see several soldier guards just go into a few of these buildings while some others head out while they're armored. There seems to be some sort of guard station or barracks, you're not sure, but there seems to be a lot of guards in this area. But for the most part, people don't seem to be leaving. If they are leaving this general area, they are heading deeper into the city. And you said there was a bunch of people with tools? They're not a. They're not. There aren't a bunch of people with tools. Um, there are a few, um, and the ones that you do see with tools seem to be walking and finding a specific individual, having a conversation, and then walking away again. So they're getting instructions and things to work on. It's a decent assumption. All right. Can I roll just to see what I think of that? Insight uh, or something. For 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 what? What are you trying to ascertain? Just to see if that's. Or are you just telling me that that's a decent assumption? And I, I'm 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 just going to tell you that, that that's a decent assumption. Okay, all right. Well, just because you said like jewelers, you said jewelers' tools for some of them, so I wasn't sure if yeah, like there's I, I was giving you examples of different kinds. I, it's okay. not like they're all the same. I see. Okay. Okay, so milling about, not close to the gate, but kind of back from that where these four streets start. Yep, and and as I said. Um, Based, um, actually, both of you go ahead and um, history checks as well. History checks, okay. With advantage because of the dwarvish stuff? Um, the, the DC is not high. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you you would have gotten it too, Gothrak. The, the DC was not very high. From oh, the... boo! It was the <laughs> hardest <Sorry>. ever. <laughs> so, that's, not, that's not your first 20. My first today. Oh, I was gonna say you've had twenties before, um, but thinking over it, um, both of you just kind of thinking over the location that you're at, um, based on where from when you were up high and got that very far look of the city, you would guess that you are kind of on the middle toward like the middle bottom of the city right now. Um, you are like right where that main gatehouse connected and you do remember and it matches as you look up that the city that kind of shrinks slightly almost like an hourglass and then back out so so by middle middle bottom you mean centered along that wall but on the bottom third um the, right Is that more or less yes yeah the bottom yeah. the bottom one third of the city Um, and I will also say that as you all, or as both of you kind of stand um, and just kind of listen, every now and then far off in the distance to your left, so deeper into the city, you do hear a couple minutes. Explosions? Not explosions. It sounds like metal of some kind. So machinery or hammer strikes? 
Um, more machinery than hammer strikes. Oh boy. The only thing I know about machinery is of the devil. <laughs> Does this ring any bells with Gothrak on anything Baelnor might have described? Um, you know what? Go ahead and make another history check, Gothrak. 14. Okay. Um, during your time with Baelnor, I'll say that he would have told you stories of his home city. And you it's not jarring in your memory what exactly it is, but you do remember him talking glowingly about some intricate series of um, modes of transportation that the dwarves had created for this city. Oh, maybe it's a trolley. Gothrak will... A Disney monorail. Yeah. <laughs> a Disney monorail. <laughs> Gothrak leans over to where he thinks uh, Liberté is. If there's nobody nearby, he's going to lean over and whisper, That sound, I think it might be some sort of... Banor mentioned some sort of transportation. I don't know. I think that's might what it be. I was so tempted to jump in there when you started to whisper and say, "Please stand clear of the doors." <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll just tap him so that he knows that I that I heard him. Um, do we hear it's a small world plane? Roll a d100. <laughs> oh no! Why did I ask? Roll uh, a musical. Uh -oh. oh my oh, god! <laughs> <laughs> what in the fuck? I rolled you a one. You wasted it. You wasted it. <laughs> that. Before. What? What the fuck? <laughs> dwarvish over and over again. Oh you hear God. it's the small world. There's right. a very there is a very odd melody that neither of you have ever heard before that seems to just be emanating from the various buildings all around you. You can't really seem to place where it's coming from, but it just seems to loop continuously. And as you're as you're watching, you do kind of see a couple of the dwarves who are talking. Some of them, when when they're when they stop, they just kind of stop and listen for a sec, and they just kind of grumble and roll their eyes and and go back to their conversation. That is the most evil earworm in existence. Oh no. That is amazing. The only the only way it was going to work was if you rolled a 100 on a d100. That was the yeah. only way. As, I, soo as soon as that double think... zero popped up, I was like, oh no. Ah! I don't think I've ever heard of someone actually getting a 100 before. Oh, I mean, obviously it's God. happened, but... I don't care what else happens tonight. That is my favorite moment. Okay. So I get inspiration for that, right? Sure. I think yeah. you do. All right. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a D six for that because that was. Whoo! The dice okay. wanted you to have that. So <laughs> there, 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 there aren't people close enough to us, and maybe the music's covering it up that we can whisper to each other safely. Yeah. The, okay. the, mu the music is just loud enough where if you right. know where the other person is and can whisper, you think you can talk. Okay. Um, oh God. So should 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 we should we check in that direction, or 
I mean, the big guy probably went toward, like, the palace or something, right? I mean, we kind of need to find some place close because we've got a lot of people. Uh, I don't really know how we're going to get them where they need to go. What's this first building um, as we leave the alley toward toward the north or toward the south? I guess what what are they on either side of the alley? Um, the building directly adjacent to you, um, you uh, would be the actual building part of one of the goat pens that you see. So, like, farther off to the left, you do see several goats kind of roaming around. Um, but on the far side, or I'm sorry, on the on the opposite side of that continuing north um, is what looks to be a place where some of those soldiers were going in and out. Fuck. And I, I also will say that the longer you stay here, and about probably 10 minutes or so have elapsed at this point, the longer you stay, the fewer commoners you see. The only commoners you really see are people who have the tools, who seem to come down, talk to someone, and leave. Are they generally coming from the south? Uh, the the commoners? Or yeah. are there people with tools? The commoners. They're, they're really... They're, there really isn't anybody coming from the south. Okay, so they come down the street, get instructions, and head back north. Yeah. It, it, um, every, every now and then you do see several people who are allowed through the gate um, that you would guess are coming from the city above. But for the most part, you, you see more people coming from your left and going back to the left than coming from the right. Right. So what do we think our best bet is? left or another street i don't really want to bring everybody past the gate fuck it let's go left okay. you wouldn't have you wouldn't have to go past the gate to go to the left mm -hmm. right come on i i know that yeah that's why i want to go left okay just just making sure that yeah you, you had the mental picture right so the the two of you begin to head off down the street um, it's not super crowded, so you're not too concerned about um, individuals uh, bumping into you. You do get the, the curious glance from a goat as you pass by, but it doesn't really do anything. It just goes back to eating grass. Uh, as you continue to walk, um, the buildings on, others, on either side seem to be um, populated with these alleyways. So there are more alleyways heading to your left, like the one that you came out of but there are also some that head the other direction toward the other boulevards. There's nowhere that we could dip in very quickly. Like right along the alley. There, there are, um, there are other alleyways and there are various buildings. So you could try to like alley hop if you wanted. Does that make sense? Or you could, or you he's can try thinking to go about the buildings. I think he's thinking about how our people would go wherever we're trying to get them. Uh, how far away does this machinery sound like it is? Um, you, you are getting closer to the machinery, and as you um, get out into the center, it's probably about 150 feet. No, more than that. Probably about um, 250 feet from um, the 
uh, original alley that you came out of, where you do see what looks to be um, a series of metal bars standing, um, hanging across the alleyway. And as you get closer, you do realize that these metal bars seem to be funneling dwarves into single file lines. And they're not crowded, so um, there's no real like weight, but you do see them just kind of passing through these openings almost as if they're queuing. And oh, beyond boy. that, you see several large holes in the ground, like like 30 by 20 holes in the ground. And these holes just seem oddly placed and random, especially with the numerous buildings around what you've seen as far as barracks and goat pads. It's just, just odd. However, there does seem to be one large metal rope just hanging straight down the exact center of each one of these holes. We just watch for a second. Okay. You wait a moment, and as you wait and watch, more dwarves kind of stand near these holes. And then suddenly one of the cables begins to move upwards. Suddenly, and a moment later, a solid platform appears exactly level with the ground, carrying several dwarves and dragonborn. Some of these dwarves and dragonborn step off the platform, but most stay on while a bunch more from your floor get on. And a moment later, it moves upward out of sight again. And peering through some gaps in buildings to the right, you see another one, and another one, and another one. So this is how they get level to level. And and there's, there seems to be two per boulevard, as opposite the one that just went up, another one comes down. Um... So I want to know about the condition of both the dwarves and the dragonborn. For the dwarves, I'm wondering, are they doing manual labor? Do they look like they're covered in sweat or grease or coal or whatever? Um, and then for the dragonborn, do they look like they're still under the spell or not? As far as the dwarves go, um, some of the ones coming up definitely seem to be a lot dirtier and have... Um, more of the tool sets that you've seen. Some are carrying pickaxes and they're covered in um, soot. Uh, others uh, have big, uh, heavy smithing gloves on. Uh, in terms of dragonborn, most of them seemed to behaving. Most of them seem to be behaving uniformly, and that makes you a little uneasy. So kind of robotic. It's a good way to put it. Okay. All right. This is a good way to get to another place. Not exactly a great place for anybody to hide. Um, I will say both of you go ahead and make another perception check for me. Okay. I got a three. Jen. Okay. Liberté, you don't realize what it is because it's written in Dwarvish. Uh, Gothrak, however, you do notice um, off to the side of one of these metal bar metal bars that are kind of funneling the dwarves, you do notice a sign that has some words written at different intervals going vertical. So going from the top down you see essentially the dwarven equivalent of the number four in the word 
hangings. Number three, hangings. Number two, palace. Number one, city center. Zero, gateway. A, pillars. B, pillars. C, labor. Gothrak will very quietly whisper that over to him. It's a small world after all. <laughs> okay. Is there an indication on what level we're on? Based on the fact that you are on the level with the gate, pretty sure you're on floor zero. Okay. We've got to go up two levels. Liberté for the palace. Josh, I'm trying to remember what we've heard about where people see Balnor and... Um, you, you you learned that occasionally he will come out and supervise or overlook um, some of the work that's being done. However, whenever he did, he had a large group of armed guards with him. Right, a large group of armed guards. Um, and that's unpredictable too, so we gotta go to the palace. Um... You're also unsure if um, these lifts, you're, you're not sure what they're called, but they essentially seem to be lifts of some kind. You don't know if those are the only way to get around the city, or if there are other paths. You're not sure. I mean, if there's four main streets, each one probably has the same thing. I mean, there 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 isn't like, I mean, we saw alleys that'll head to the east, to, to the other, to the to the not quite parallel street, but we didn't see like a big boulevard, right? Mm, I, I don't understand your question. Sorry. <clears throat> there are, you, you said we saw a few alleyways that went east-west. Yes. So uh, e e each boulevard seems to have alleys that go off in both directions. So for you, since you're on the far left, you have some that, again, jut into the wall, kind of like the one you came out of. However, yeah. the ones that go to the other side connect with the adjacent boulevard. What I meant is that, that my guess would be that, that these kind of elevators are at the end of each of the four streets because otherwise, if you were on the other end, it's very it would be very difficult to change heights. Um, and the, there aren't there isn't a big street this all the way down here that connects all of them. That's all the way back by the gate. Decent I'm, assumption. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that. That's why I would guess that there's more than one set. Yeah, the, uh, you can actually see that there are multiple sets of these lifts at e at the end of each one of the boulevards. So, oh, like, I can see it from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't see all of them, but like the okay. next one over, you can. Um, so m my point was, you don't know if there are other alternative ways to move up or down besides the lifts themselves. We haven't seen anything that looked like an obvious candidate for hiding in, right? There have been um, a number of buildings that you've passed. Um, 
some of them seemed to have more traffic than others. And the amount of dwarves that you're seeing down here for the number of buildings that are on this level, you don't know if they're just not in use right now or they, they will be later. Or uh -huh. if or if there's just not enough current in the city population to actually occupy all of the buildings. Okay. As we passed alleys, did we see any doorways in the alleys or are all the doorways on the street front? Um, most of the door, most of the doors seem to be street fronts. Okay. And I will say that as you both begin to head back, go ahead and roll another perception check. Okay. 16. Oh, 11. 11. Yep. I gotcha. I would say that as you start to walk back after about between 30 and 40 minutes of the spell has passed. As you're walking back, you do pass one of the, what looks to be some sort of barn for the goats. Um, however, this specific barn and kind of um, um, farmhouse is much more run down than the rest. It looks like they have not gotten to fixing this one yet. And looking around at the various buildings, not all of them are in pristine condition. Most of them are very much still a work in progress. The is this the one near our alley, uh, or it's a different one? A different one. I would say okay. that this is probably about uh, it's about halfway down between you guys and where the lifts are. It's about halfway, and it's on the opposite side of the boulevard. So about 100, 125 feet. Yeah, about 100 feet. And But so far, you have not seen anyone go into or go out of that building, and there are no goats anywhere in that pen. Okay, so we can get in there and hide. It's a matter of how we get this many people that far without anybody in the street seeing us. Okay, I think... I mean, I'm assuming the spell's getting close to ending and we gotta head back, Josh? Yeah, you're at about 45 minutes at this point. Yeah, don't want to cut it close. Head back, Guthric? Aye. Aye, let's go. Okay. Yep, alright, so we'll head back. Yeah, we'll head back. All right. It doesn't take you long, and um, no one um, notices anything about you as you get back. The rest of the party, is there anything you guys wanted to do in that time where they are gone? What is that sound? <laughs> Why do they keep singing? They've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> I, I've got Some of that is elvish. <laughs> <laughs> what? The music. It, it, it's actually not elvish. Um, the, the worst part for, for you all is you have no idea what it's saying because it's all in Dwarven. Oh, but remember, in a, it's a small world. It's in all different languages. So I was like playing on that. <laughs> oh, I got you now. Does anyone have a dagger so I can stab my ears? No, we might need that later. My ears are the oh, dagger. Man. The dagger, of course. Mm 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just still concentrating and waiting for them to get back. Gothrak will Yeah, Gothrak will sneak up. They'll they'll sneak back and Gothrak will say just right behind Taz. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> I'm very confused right now. We think we might have found a place. Is it close to the palace? Uh, the palace is two floors up. Uh, okay, so... Don't you think we should try and get closer to the palace? To find some place to hunker down, or...? Uh, well, the, um... The issue is that we're in an alley right now, and it only takes one person to come this way for us to be fucked. Ah, okay. I mean, Good point. we need well, to probably do. We probably need to do more recon, but uh, for now, it's about not being out in the open like this. Yeah, unfortunately, I can only hide two people at a time. I mean, uh, we can do it over Kirex, a series of Kirex, hours. Kirex pops up. I I can do three at once. Show off. Man, you invite him here and you insult him. Uh, Kirex kind so of we have how many in total? And, and, and some ice crystals kind of fall out of his snow. How, how, many, people, how many people do we have in total? Ten. Six, yeah. So there's there's two red shirts. There are there are two regular dragonborn, just NPC dragonborn, Kirax, Lunate, and the six of you. Right. Okay. Two red shirts. I I, whatever that reference is, I don't get it. Star Trek. Star Trek. Oh. Nope. Oh, um, when, whenever they would send a, la a landing crew to, to the planet, it was always like no-name people, and they were always wearing red shirts, and they would always <laughs> die. Yeah, I have Their never security seen team. a single episode of Star Trek. I don't know if I can continue duly, this duly relationship. Noted. Right. So a red shirt, <laughs> a red shirt is, is an NPC whose job is to just get killed so that there's drama. Yeah, but Charles is here. I shall note that for the future. Anyway. <laughs> What's the plan, folks? Uh, ten of us, that's five invisibilities. Ugh. I mean, I can turn invisible. Is that even and possible? You can turn invisible, and he can do two others plus himself, and I could do myself and one other. Who can do two plus himself? Kirax? Kirax. Yeah. Kirax can get three. Taz can get two. Um, Alexander, how many can you get? You can get two, correct? I think I can get two, but I don't really want to. I, I, like, if, if I can avoid it, I won't. But yeah, I can get two. And I don't have mine anymore today. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. 
But I can I can disguise myself though, so that's basically the same thing. Yeah, so so that's that's sick. Liberté's disguise seven with Alexander doing only himself. Sounds like something I would do. That's on brand. So that's two trips. Two trips is more complicated than that because you'd have to use it on yourself to get back, and then again to bring one more person plus yourself. So wait, you were doing a lot of exploring, so if we were to go directly to where you said we can hide out, how long would that take to get there and back? Oh, not long. It's 100 feet, so if you if you dashed, it'd take 12 seconds to get there and 12 seconds to get back. Wait a minute. It, you wouldn't make two trips, though. You'd cast it on two other people, wait for them to get safe, and, and then cast it on yourself and somebody else. You don't have to walk with them. Oh, that, that's true. Okay, so... If you put it on two people and Kirax put it on three, that's five right there they can go without you. And then you just do it again, and that's another five people. That's ten. Done. Okay. Then that's what we do. I'm double checking. I'm double checking Kirax's spell slots. We just got a long rest. He hasn't used anything today. Yep. Yeah, but, but even if he, remember. even if he I, could only do two, then Alexander remember, does. I, himself. I don't remember how many fourth levels he has. Give me a second. I heard he had seven. <laughs> Fifteen was lost. I had, but we could leave it at seven. He's actually been a warlock six times, so he's got twelve spell slots. He gets back every every short rest. <laughs> four, four, three, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has two fourth levels. He's he's eighth level. Plus, his siblings must have given him all of his um all of their spell slots because they're not using them. So we'll just take them as well. Yeah, we'll leave it at fourteen. How far how far exactly is it? A straight run or Well, you get the sense that running there is going to be a bad idea. No, I'm not yeah. saying we're gonna run there, but <laughs> it it would be out the alley to the left, a hundred feet across the street, so going slowly so you're not making noise, it would probably take three rounds. Well we we would have to hold hands because we can't we don't know where where each of us would be going if we're all invisible. You also don't know what's going to be there once you get there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could I could disguise myself though, and people could just follow me because you could you'd be able to see me. Yeah, that that could work. Uh, hopefully, no one stops you with a question to you. Uh, so my plan for that is I would disguise myself as a dwarf, but give myself a scar across my throat, um, so that it looks like my throat had been slashed at one point. No vocal cords. Can't can't talk. Would it be easier just to make it your tongue, like you have no tongue? Would that be easier? No, I would have to walk around with my mouth open. I mean, deaf dwarves exist. What? You could just pretend you're deaf, and then they have their own. All of this sounds like more work than just <laughs> having a scar in my throat. Yeah, that's true. Put the scar on your fucking throat, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Hey! 
a minor illusion, a horn, a hearing horn in my hand. <laughs> you speak up, Shani? <laughs> I bet that would be funny. <laughs> so, should we just stick with the original plan and send five across? I guess. Goth Gothrak being in the... <laughs> Gothrak being in the first wave to walk them through, and if something's inside, to silence it. This may, be, been... this may be an unpopular opinion. Uh, We're uh, in the city. Yeah. I know where we need to go. Straight there. Good work. The rest of you stay behind here. Hold position here. Us, not, we go right for the fucking a... palace. I mean, I'm not against it. So, like, a hundred feet from us to the south are 50 guards at the gate. Um, and we have to take an elevator that we don't know if they can shut off when they hear us coming. I'm saying we go invisible. We have an advantage here. Josh, did it look like we'd be able to ride the elevators undetected if we were invisible based on the number of people who were taking them? The elevators were fairly crowded, and there was also an individual on them who seemed to be controlling them. So you would guess that even if the elevator were to arrive at your floor, if no one got on, it might not go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I I, I would be in for that plan, Gothrak, if we were on the palace floor right now. Since we're not, I don't know we'd even make it to floor... What was it? Floor who? Two for the palace. I don't know that we'd even make it there. I I will also say for for I will also say for the record, Liberté, the amount of guards that you see around the gate is infinitely higher today than it was compared to yesterday. I saw like twelve yesterday, so it's like four times. Yeah, they're on high alert. I was wondering if it would be easier traveling at night to get closer to the palace and I can cast darkness. It doesn't last very long, but it might get us through some tough areas if I lead. I don't I don't think we know what darkness means down here. Like or what, what nighttime means down here. Like are half the people sleeping at any one time? Are they doing it? normal 24-hour day? It does not appear to be natural light. Right. That's what I mean. Is this like New York City? Mm. Where there are people always awake and all over the place? <laughs> and when it's not a pandemic? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fine... To do a dash to the palace, but I don't know that this is the, that moment. If we can get up the elevators, fine. But 
Well, what if we... What if we go invisible again and hunt down a different way? Elevators can't be the only way. Well, I, I would, I would like, I, I, so, I better talk in character voice. So, I would also like to do that. My concern is, if we keep running off for an hour and then coming back, how long before someone comes down this alley? I don't know that the empty goat pen is any safer than the alley, but we're exposed here. If we had to jump someone, everyone's going to hear it. Whereas, if we're hiding inside the building and someone comes in, it's easier to grab them before anybody outside can hear or see. Alright, so we get him to the fucking building then. Uh, what does everybody else think? Yeah, that seems smart to then try and figure out how we can either use the elevators or, or get, you know, closer to the palace so that, you know, we could either potentially infiltrate it or make a run. Yeah. Well, is the elevator to the palace normally, like, did you see it get used very much at all? Because it might not get used often enough to... My, my, my impression was that the, what Josh read off to us was the floors, not necessarily that each elevator went to a different place. Am I wrong? Oh, the former. Okay, yeah. Okay. So and, that, and, that and, was just and, a list and, of floors. Okay, I think differently. Yep. And, and for the record, the the um, the the platforms weren't like the end of the city. There was more city behind the platforms. And from, from what you would guess is those, those platforms are in, like, the center width-wise of the city itself. So there's there's more behind them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, in, in a perfect world, we'd, we'd find a back staircase someplace, and before we go up, destroy the elevators so that reinforcements can't come. And then get up, but that's a lot more planning beyond where we are. The other option is, is the six of us go. Maybe the seven with Kirax. We have an hour. We get through the city as quick as we can, try to find another way up. If we don't, give another hour. Yeah, I, I think, I think if just us go and then we leave the other people to either do something else or stand guard or destroy the elevator or whatever after it then we're in a much better um, Lunave actually pipes up and kind of looks at the the um, the two the two dragonborn who are with you and kind of gets a resigned look on her face we could make a destruction I think that works better for us we could either do here or if given enough time we could head back through the tunnel back the way we came and come at them from the outside the gate Can you open it? There wouldn't be there wouldn't be a point to us getting through the gate. We would simply be distracting the, the, the secret passage. I can teach them the phrase. They just need to throw Oh sorry, yeah, the secret passage. Yeah, they just need to throw spells at the gate and then they're doing a good job. Lunave. At the first sign you're gonna lose, which will be quick. You guys have to give up. 
don't die. If that's if this is the plan you want to go, I don't think that there would be any other end but mine. However, it would be a noble cause to go for, bringing my people peace. You can surrender. I agree with that. You've, you've seen these people. They are not willing to take prisoners. They did. They enslaved them. Not the ones that fight. They are going to assume that these dragonborns are the ones who have been killing the people that we've been killing. Exactly. I don't know, this doesn't sit right by me. Like, I don't think most of you are even combatants. I mean, well, it seems like it, it seems like it's going to be easy for us to get to this goat pen. So let's just go there first, and then look around some more. And if looking around some more doesn't work, then fine, we storm someplace. Yeah. I think the more time we spend sitting around, the less we're going to get done. But, I mean, it makes sense. I'm just voicing my opinion. I I just still don't know how we're going to get up. That piece of the plan, we can't just ignore it. It's true. What if one of us or two of us were disguised as dwarves and others were invisible if you get on the platform looking like a dwarf and use two fingers or three fingers whatever it is to to go up then several of us can get up a few levels Guys. I mean, it works. Guys, wait, 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 wait. We didn't make this. We did this is now. I'm hearing for a step clean, getting closer to us. All right, do uh, it now. Zach, we go to the goat pen. Over, you you peer over the pen. cart, and there is someone walking down the alleyway towards all of you. A lone dwarf. No armor. Does not look hostile and does not seem to have noticed you all yet. It's clothing, nobility. About 30 feet away at this point. Getting closer. Are we all bunched together? Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys are like in two separate packs on either side of the alley behind crates and boxes and just piles of garbage. I whisper, Jacques, do you have silence? I do. 20 feet. Once he, uh, once he opens the, this door, I'll cast silence. Gothrax going right for him, just ramming his Cle- Mr. Cleavy right into his stomach. Point first. What door? Okay. Okay. Um, I'll, 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 I'll say, Jacques, you see Gothrax getting ready to charge. Are you casting silence? Yes. Okay. Jacques, you cast silence. Silence spell goes off. Um, Gothrak, you rush out and see a dwarf not dressed the same as the two you had encountered this morning, but similarly, nice, fancy clothes, short, well-trimmed beard. He's got a big smile on his face. He's got a bit of a beer belly, 
seems to be just a jovial dwarf just walking. You sprint out from behind uh, the crates that you that are behind you. He looks at you in shock and turns and make all three of your strikes at advantage. Yep. Lethal. Uh, with two quick... You don't even need the third. First okay. one, just take the leg. Second one is right into the chest. But there is absolutely no sound. It is dead quiet and dead silent. I drag him back. Okay. You pull the dwarf corpse behind you and set up beside all of you in the garbage. Loot him. Or I'll loot him since I can't say that. <laughs> uh, I'll dispel the silence. <laughs> make, make an investigation check. Liberté. Gothrak will help him. Come on, bus pass. Damn it! Uh, Gothrak was helping, so go ahead and roll again. But I shouldn't be doing this. I have a plus one. Oh, 16. Okay. You wanted um, to loot him. You do it. Yeah. <laughs> on him, you find the... Um, I'll say you find 47 gold pieces, the equivalent of 47 gold pieces. Um, you also find um, a couple of sheets of paper, which look like work orders for um, gems. Apparently this dwarf has commissioned gems for, for, some, for something. Um, the name of this dwarf is... Elnor uh, Jr. Uh, I, I lost <laughs> it in my notes. Um, Undethal. Undethal. That is his name. He's under the thaw, all right. <laughs> under the trash. <laughs> okay. Gothrak wipes Mr. Cleavy off on him. Let's get to the, to the fucking pen. I'm, I'm going to remember to split this up later, but for now I'm pocketing it. That's fine. Okay, so who, who's going in the first group? Gothrak will go in the first group, leading the way. Are, are we doing the hand-holding thing, or am I using Disguise Self so I can show people the way? Hand-holding thing, I think. Okay, I'll go in the second group, then. I mean, you could just turn into the guy we just killed, but... I don't want anyone to try to talk to me. That's why I wanted to do the throat. Oh, fair. I could cast tongues on you, but it still won't sound like a dwarf. No, just go invisible. Let's get out of the thoroughfare that this seems to be. Gothrak will take the red shirts first. So the, the problem we have right now is that Taz can only cast it once. No, I rested so I can cast it twice. When did you rest? While, while I was we were concentrating gone? while you guys were gone for an hour. You can concentrate on a spell and take a short rest at the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, okay. it, it, it's it's fine. I okay. it, it, it's not gonna be a big deal. Sure. Um so uh, uh, who whoever is going in, in the first one, I think Gothrak is. He'll take most of the red shirts with him. Does that include well, me? I I wear red, so Okay. Um <laughs> Most of the non-player characters. Yeah, I do think Jacques. I do think Jacques should go. All right. 
So, so Jacques, Jacques, Lunave, Gothrak, and the two red shirts. Okay. Um, so, so the 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 two dragonborn are uh, Bronter and Unthala. Um, <laughs> those are the two that are with you. Red shirt one, red shirt two. What was that? First time we got their names. I mean, I've I I've had them written out for like you know several months, but no one really. We, they've just been the the guys that failed us up until now. <laughs> like um, okay, so the so that first group is heading off. If you're in that first group, go ahead and make uh, a stealth check at advantage. I'm just gonna cast guidance on myself. <clears throat> okay, Jacques, you have advantage because you're invisible. I know, but that doesn't mean that my rolls are gonna be great. Ah. Wait. I think I'll give it to Vesper, because she already has advantage. Okay, just make sure you cast it before you get invisibility on you so it doesn't disappear. Yeah, you, it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to be that much of a stickler. You, you you guys have navigated this fairly well so far, so... Natural 20 for Gothric. Yep. The, um... Brunter and Inthala roll decently well. Not great, but not terrible. And then Lunave was the other one, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Hers is a straight roll because she has disadvantage. So, Jacques, would you want to would you want to have had to give her the guidance? Oh yeah, I I said the sales will give it to Vesper. No, I'm talking about Lunave. Oh. Yeah, Vesper's not going this round, so he would have given it to Lunave. Yeah, I'll give give it to Lunave then. Yeah. Okay. This plus a d4. I'll roll the d4. 14. Okay. It's a little hairy with Lunave's armor at times. There are a couple times where as you guys begin to move out and are holding hands and height align as you can, just moving through, avoiding dwarves. It's kind of like the game Snake, where you're just kind of moving back and forth and <laughs> avoiding other people. Very slowly. I'm over the next sorry. Is that minutes. an Ohio thing? The game of what? Snake. Snakes. Have what? you never played Snake? No. Yeah, no. it's like <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. It, oh. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 it's like a retro game where 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 you 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 control a snake and each time you eat a rat, the tail becomes one pixel Wait a longer. So you know a game from like the '60s and '70s, but you don't know Star Trek. I know Star Trek. I've just never seen a single episode. That doesn't make it better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. You you all begin to slowly worm your way towards the abandoned goat house that Gothrak had seen before. You do successfully get there but after about 10 minutes of travel and you walk up to um, the front door of this house and as you walk up onto kind of like um, it's kind of like a sort of balcony with like small um, pillars around it um, you do see the door in front of you is currently closed there is also a gate that leads into the actual goat pen to your right so and 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 this the the door faces the front of the boulevard. We'll 
carefully open the door. Gothrak will. Okay. Go ahead and make another check. This one is not at advantage because this is simply opening the door without anybody noticing a door opening with no visible person nearby. Ten. Okay. That inspiration oh, I have do. is just for me, right? <laughs> uh, I, I'd say you can use it if you want. I think it's worth letting him use my inspiration for this. Okay, go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll a d6, Gothrak. Hey, hey, that's a six. Natural twenty, one hundred, and then a six, all related to you, Liberté. (laughs) Um, okay. You open the door and usher everybody in as quick as you can, and slowly close it behind you leaving it partially open so they don't have to turn the handle. Okay. You kind of peer out of one of the um, windows that has like a broken shutter that's kind of hanging off so you can see out into the boulevard. One immediately seems to notice anything odd happened. I rolled two nines and a seven on those perception checks. Oh, so I wasted my inspiration. Boo! Oh no! You okay? But you, you, this first group seems to have made it. Okay, we would wait what fifteen minutes, Taz? You said it would take them ten to get across. Um, who are you asking? You, Liberté. Well, it's only 100 feet, so if they were sneaking, they could do it in, like, 18 seconds. Yeah. Mm, So, technically, when you're stealthing, you're going at half speed, and you're having to weave in and out of people. So it's it's taking longer than, like, like a minute. Like, that's why I said it was, like, five to ten minutes of making completely sure that no one bumped into you or noticed anything. But you are well within the, the limits of the invisibility spell. Right. I think we would just want to give give them fifteen twenty. Yep. Just to make sure. Okay. Uh, eventually, everyone um, in this goat house, you feel your invisibility drop, and you look around inside here and see what is, as Libre and Gothrak assumed, an abandoned goat pen. There isn't any furniture readily in here, but there is what looks to be an old kitchen with some old moldy food of some kind there's no utensils there's no light um there is uh, a hallway that leads off to several rooms what you would guess was at one time either you know a study or a bedroom uh and then there is a back door that leads out to a small kind of muck room and that muck room is near where the actual barn is for the actual goats and then obviously there is the pen area outside Somebody sprayed Goat Be Gone in here. Okay, so then Kyrex and I check to make sure that the remaining group is ready. And do the same thing. Okay. So this is Taz, Kyrex, Alexander, 
Vesper. Mm -hmm. Did I get everybody? And Liberty. 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 Yeah, so everybody go ahead and make stealth checks with advantage. Except me. Uh, aren't you even now? Yeah, you're even, so it would be advantage. Well, I have disadvantage and advantage, so I think that cancels each other yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's still just a straight roll. Yep. Dirty 20. <laughs> I, got a, I got a 23. I got a 9. 11. Oh, man. Let's see how well Kyrax does. Mm. Not good. Oh, Kyrax, what the hell, man? Why do we even bring you? You didn't even give us any weapons. Currently, he's got your invisibility. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how... Um, who, who who would have cast invisibility on who? I just want to make sure I understand this. Because Alexander can cast it on himself. Yeah. Oh, and I have Libertad. Okay, so Kirax has it on Vesper. Did Alexander do it on himself, or did he let Kirax cover the three? I don't know if it's like Alexander to have somebody else cast or use a spell. No, so I didn't absolutely have to do it myself. Okay. Um, wait, so, so you, you did do it on yourself, Alexander? I would do it on myself. I don't trust his spell. Okay. You might just tell me I'm invisible and then go, go, figure it out. I'm like, I'm not invisible. <laughs> As you all begin to head out. Oh, man. Oh, get ready to run, guys. <laughs> yeah. As you all begin to walk, I would say Kirax and Alexander get separated. A group of dwarves start walking towards you. Like they change direction suddenly and the two of you have to break for rest of the chain to just duck out of the way. So you like dive into the stone dirt out of the way so you don't hit them. <laughs> the dwarves around you stop and start to look around suspiciously. These aren't guards. They look to be more of the laborers. They're not sure what just happened. Okay. Liberté, Taz, and Vesper, you continue to walk. But Vesper, you now know that you have lost the other two and you do not know where they are. I, I would stop the others. Are, are we alone? There's like no one to overhear us? Or are the uh, dwarves still there? The the dwarves who who they had to jump to avoid are probably about 15 feet away from you now because you guys kept walking. Okay. And there's dwarves in the vicinity, but none immediately next to you. I'll tug just to say, I don't know, signify that up, oh, something's up. I'll stop to look to see if anybody is coming at us and likely to bump into us as we're sort of stopped. There isn't anybody immediately going to bump into the two of, into the three of you, but there are two dwarves, one who, um, both of which seem to, or I'm sorry, one of which seems to have some sort of stonemason's tools, and the other seems to have um, some sort of book and clipboard. 
and they are just kind of standing in the center of the boulevard, looking around suspiciously. He's they, the work inspector. Oh. They, this? They, don't, they don't seem to have found you or the others yet, but they definitely feel like something's up. Uh, this isn't an attack, Josh, mm-hmm. but I want to take one of my nails and throw it a little ways down the street so that it'll, it'll clink off the stones. Okay, make a dex check. Only because you didn't have ball bearings? <laughs> I don't think I have... Sixteen. Okay. Um, You are close enough to the alleyway that you came out of where, with a good toss, you can throw it back and you go, oh, yeah, good idea, alleyway. You throw the nail, tink, 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 tink. And as soon as it lands, they both turn and look and head off in that direction. Wait, down our alleyway? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have done that. I said down the street. If I threw it down the alleyway, they're going to find the dead body. Okay. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I'm saying you had to throw it far enough to get them off your trail. Because you can't just throw it like 10 feet and, and get them to think something else is not up. Because this is also a nail that's popping out of basically the ether. Yeah, I, I just... Them finding the body is as bad as them discovering Alexander. Um, no, nah, the body can't defend itself. I can. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> say. I'll say you lob it over their head, back towards the gate. Okay. So you you lob it over their head, back towards the gate. Tink, 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 and it lands, and they see it, and take a few steps in that direction. Um, this gives Kirax and Alexander a chance to slowly get back to their feet, wait for them to pass, and keep walking. You're still not connected to the others because you don't know where you're at, but at the moment, the path seems clear for all of you. Except they don't know where they're going. They don't? Oh, shit. I mean, we told them there was a decrepit barn. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I did say 100 feet on the other side of the street. Yeah, they've got to figure it out, I think. We don't we don't we don't know where they are. Oh, yeah, I'll we've got to we've got to keep moving and, and hope that's I would say enough. with the information get yeah, I would say with the information given it is um a decent enough thing to assume. I'll have both Kirax and Alexander make intelligence checks. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not that. Oh, oh wait, that's what the in- inspire Kirax. Uh, no, oh, fucking. That's an eight. Okay. Um, Liberté, Taz, and Vesper. After the distraction seems to have worked, your at least you hope it has, as the the two individuals have are now inspecting the nail. You, you three begin moving off, Liberté leading the way. Alexander, you and Kirax still kind of holding onto each other's sleeves, slowly begin to move. And now that it's only two of you, it is a little bit easier to dodge through the various dwarves that are kind of walking and round and talking. Um, and you walk probably about 150 down the boulevard. 
until Kirax pulls violently on your sleeve, Alexander, and starts motioning you backwards down the way you came a little bit. And Kirax slowly starts guiding you towards what he assumes is the correct building. Also, how would I inspire exactly? We're invisible and trying to hide from people. I have to do a song. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too, but I wasn't going to say anything. Whisper loving oh, things in his ears. Could, I don't know. He, he could sing along with the song that's playing. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going through and I'm going. Din, 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 din. Does it have <laughs> to be a song? Couldn't it just be words that you whisper to him? <laughs> He breathes on the back of his hand softly. <laughs> no. <laughs> gives it a gives it a good old lick. Taz, Liberté, and Vesper, you begin to approach the building, and Liberté, unlike before, you notice that the door is slightly ajar. Okay. Yeah, I would um op- open it enough so that Vesper could fit through. Okay. Because she, with her with her armor, she's going to be the widest. Much like Gothrak, go ahead and make another stealth check to try to do this so the door is not noticed. Uh, Twenty-five. Oh. Okay, you do it so in- incrementally slowly that it is imperceptible. And as soon as everyone is in, you hear them all move past you. You slowly push it shut again. Okay, so I lost the blonde. Uh, We've all been there. <laughs> and I guess by oh, wait, you're still uh, in. Kirax. You're still invisible. So that means that Kirax is still alive. Okay. And concentrating on the spell. So we just have to wait. How long has it been since we entered? Um, I'd say a couple minutes have gone by. Okay, I am going to uh, use Minor Illusion to relatively quietly make the sound of a goat. Okay, um, I, I will say b- before that happens, there does not uh-huh. appear to be any commotion outside. There aren't guards uh-huh. running around or anything at the moment. So you, you can still do that if you want. but um, You could do a, a cat meowing, Charles. I don't know if there's cats down here. <laughs> I, I do know that there are goats down here. This place sucks. Um... Yeah, I'll, 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 I guess I'll give him another minute. Okay. Just as you start to get worried, Liberté, the door does very quickly. And the door closes as Kirax and we, and Alexander enter. Kirax rolled an 18 on his self check to open the door. Jesus. Alexander, did you go and try to kill a goat for your spell? What took you so long? I'm desperate, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I was about, I was literally two seconds of asking, so is there a bird in here by chance? (laughs) But there's not, is there? I can't have my cat back, can I? (laughs) So as you all have gathered in this, old, decrepit, goat pen barn 
ready to potentially scout out and plan your next move on Bailnor in the city of Mandualis. We will go ahead and end the session here. <laughs>